0: Hi, guys. How are you? So, this is the sports dudes. Right now, it's the top of the eighth, 1-1, New York Yankees versus the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, you all know Antonio Brown has been a bit of, I guess I would say, headlines the past week or two weeks. And tonight, we're gonna hear from a woman who has been disrespected by him for no reason on Instagram. And when I have her on, before she speaks, I will share her IGDM. And just before I have her on, here's a clip of Don LaGreca, one of the co-hosts on The Michael K Show, banning Steve from Brooklyn. But I'm going to pretend that as this is Don talking to Antonio Brown, because this is perfect.
1: If they had a brother come on to take a look at the plan. news you watch the news please. for five minutes Get Steve on and then tell me that your life is awful you're a clown Steve I'm tired
0: of the clown show tired of it you got a playoff team you got well I wasn't recording <laughs> no <laughs> November 18th 1042 a.m good luck I'm here repping you I'm genuinely hurt I was a huge fan when you played for the Steelers I have a full-size helmet signed by you. I liked you because you seemed so genuine and nice. I adored your love for the, your fans and love for the NFL. But your attitude changed. That love and passion seems to be replaced with greed and fame. Breaks my heart. Wish it was different. Antonio Brown replies, "Hi," at 1:58 a.m. Then he decides it's a good idea for 3:55 a.m. to say, "Suck it." When you saw that message, what did you think?
2: Well, I honestly wasn't expecting for him to even, like, see my message. So, like, that kind of went out of proportion. It really surprised me to, like, see him say that because I was such a big fan of his. And I thought he had a little more respect for his fans. So, it did surprise me. It definitely took me... Like off guard.
1: Yay, um and it's a jam. Um, what I want to know is when you when you reached out, and you know, I'm assuming you're you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan or a fan of his work. Like, were you expecting like something like you know something more in a positive way? Or like, what was going through your mind when you want to send that message? It seemed like you really, really wanted to, you know, for him to reach out to you and to you know to show to show gratitude for his play, because it seemed like you're one of his fans.
2: Uh, I, I'm actually not a Steelers fan. I just really liked him. I, I've been to a Steelers game to like support him, though. Um, but I originally made that message because with all the stuff that was going on with him, and I was like, man, this is getting out of hand. Like, his actions are not like the AB that I used to support. Like, I don't know what happened to him. So I messaged it not thinking that he would ever see it but I messaged it anyways to kind of like maybe put in his mind like hey I've kind of messed up a couple times kind of show him that his fans can see that he's changing and maybe then he would be able to see it as well but that's not the response I got I didn't expect the response at all but that's how it went (laughs)
0: Wow that's just amazing and when he sent that tweet was he cowardly enough to de to block you after that or did you just block him?
2: when I tweeted about it which I just tweeted to like show people what he said to one of his fans um, I wasn't expecting it to even get any publicity like what like not as much as it did. Um, but I didn't tag him because I didn't want it to get blown out of proportion already, but apparently he saw it anyways, and that's when he blocked me on Twitter as well.
0: Wow. He he seemed like wow. the type of guy to just talk and run. That's yeah. worse.
2: I was now, planning, ladies. I was I planning on know, risk- I was planning on responding back like, to his suck it and I was like, going to be like, what do you mean? Because that can mean a bunch of things. Um, but when I was planning on replying back, I clicked on his profile and that's when I saw that he blocked me. So I didn't even get the chance to reply back to it. So it was already, I was already blocked. So he would never see it even if I replied back.
1: Now, now, now we've seen a, a string of Antonio Brown or what, what's been what's been going lately. There's his transgressions in Oakland, the SI article. You know, his time cut short with the Patriots, and now he's released and everything. My my question is. And people have I, I, I've wondered like why AB went down that
0: spiral. People want to point back to 2015 when
1: he was still on the Steelers and he played against Cincinnati Bengals and Bontez perfectly laid a hit on him, and then people point to that hit. Do you think it was that play that something happened, or was maybe AB just uh, just always been that way and he kept it hitting? Or what do you think?
2: I actually ironically I actually am a Cincinnati Bengals fan because I'm from Ohio originally so that's my that's my team. Um, so when the Steelers played Cincinnati kind of torn me because I love my Cincinnati Bengals because that's my home state but AB has always been my favorite NFL player. And I've seen that play. I've seen that I was watching every game Um, during that 2015 season and I've seen it and personally I don't think that has anything to do with the way he's acting now I just think he you know he's he's a great player he's super talented like to be honest he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL or was one of the best wide receivers in my opinion Um, but I think it got to his head I think all the fame All the publicity that he's getting got to his head, and I think that's what changed him. I don't think the hit from the Bengals player is what changed him.
0: I agree. I always say that people can pretend for only too long. Eventually, the real you is going to come out. Whether it's a drunk text or a drunk phone call or hurt feelings, that's when the truth normally comes out.
1: Yeah, I agree now when now when you heard now when you heard the, the the you know the civil lawsuit that ab is currently facing and then another well another potential lawsuit that he was facing and then apparently he you know the doctor wanted to sue him because he apparently he farted in his face so all these things have happened and we've seen it. it's on youtube and whatever he's tweeting and I, like, And since he was your favorite player, was this all disheartening or did this all just took you by like, wow, like we never knew. Like if he came up, he grew up from a hard background, he came up as a humble kid, he was I think a third or fourth round draft pick out of Central Michigan. And he worked his way to becoming one of the best receivers. But what do you think of his destruction, as own self the destruction of what was, what was what could be a promising Hall of Fame career?
2: Personally, when, like I said, I'm not a Steelers fan, so it doesn't matter. Like what team he's on, in my personal opinion, because I liked him for him. I liked him because he's a good player, and I liked him his positive attitude. He always was so positive. Um, I remember watching him kind of get in that argument with Big Ben and I remember that spiraling out of control and all these people was hating on him because of the argument, him potentially leaving the Steelers. And I actually have seen him in person and I thought so highly of him after I saw him in person that I stood up for him during that whole incident where all my friends was like hating on him and I was like no he's not like that he's a great person I've seen him in person he's good he's all about his fans like he's genuinely a good guy like that's what I was saying and so I supported him for a while before it kind of got out of control like him complaining about the helmet that he can't wear with the Raiders and then the whole doctor issue and the cases that he's been getting, which I don't know if the cases are true or not, so I can't put my two cents into that, but it just all kind of piles up, and it's like, man, like, is he really who he says he is? Like, who is this guy? Dude, this is not the same guy that I supported while he was on the Steelers. He's not the same guy that I had all this love and passion for when he was on the Steelers, you know? Like, he just... He, it didn't really happen suddenly either, because it did take a little bit of time to progress. But I never expected him to even have any kind of issues with anyone, because I always thought so highly of him.
0: Well, after seeing your Instagram DM and hearing about those text messages that, that he sent about this woman and her family... <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard to believe he's just a bad guy. Sometimes, bad, you're just a bad person. Yeah. Now,
1: now, my question is, now, do, do you think that, you know, now that he's enrolling in classes at one? Uh, do you think that A and B will try to get the help that he deserves? A, and B, do you think he deserves another shot in the NFL? I'm
2: interested. <laughs> help that he deserves because even though i'm blocked and even though you know he, he told me to suck it which did hurt my feelings a little bit um i do want him to be the way he was like i do want him to get back in that position where he's positive where he's all about his fans because that's the ab everybody knows and everybody loved and um i personally don't i do think that he should get another shot, but I, think that he needs to, get children, excuse my language, I think he needs to get all, all that drama out of his life, because as a lot of people say, and I agree with it, you just shut up and play. You shouldn't let social media into your head like he does. He always gives his social media. And stuff. Okay. But, <laughs> I, just, I don't know, I really wanted to see him get back to the way he was, because he, he was a good person from what he showed, and I didn't really, really support him, like, I've never even been to the Bengals game, and I'm a Bengals fan, and I've been a Bengals fan since
0: so if you got the chance and Antonio Brown called you and wanted and wanted to apologize and maybe make it right to you, would you accept that apology? So, back to the question is, um, if Antonio Brown was to come to you and try to make it right and apologize to you, would you accept that apology?
2: Yes, I, I would accept the apology. And like, as I was saying, I would apologize, too, because I can see where he would take my messages as rude, and I wasn't trying to come off as rude. I was just, you know, a fan expressing my feelings about his actions. But I could see where he wouldn't like that kind of message, so I would also apologize. But if he apologized to me, I would 100% forgive him what bygones be got bygones. And I do think that the NFL, he should get a second chance once he gets his whole
0: life back together. Well, I think okay. me and every other person on the earth would say, You said nothing wrong to Antonio. You didn't curse. You wasn't disrespectful. You just gave your honest opinion on because you were a fan and you were hurt by it. So I don't think you said anything wrong. A lot of women may, maybe would have crossed that line. But even if, even if they did, that doesn't deserve the response Antonio Brown gave. Because when mm-hmm. he said suck it, I'm pretty sure we all know what he means. And that's just yeah. not cool. So, I don't think you would owe him any, any apology.
1: I also like to say, for the record, and, you know, again, thank you for coming to our show. We really appreciate it. And that, you know, these women, these women have actually not filed criminal charges. Some, they're actually civil. And the late and it's funny, the lady on the SI article did not want to press any, Criminal charges against him, and he goes out and you know threatens threatens her and threatens her kid, and and it's funny talking and it's funny talking to you and you, you as a concerned friend of his. I think this is a this is a cautionary tale for all people that love athletes that the athletes you have to remember about social media. When you let the fame get to your head, you could you can have destructive patterns, and I think you know. We, we, me, and my co host we we are sick and tired of AP's antics. We we respect the fact that he's a great player. We we respect that I marvel at his skills and talent, but it's just the social media, the him go, the him it's too much. We are sick, we are sick and tired of it. Could so I say what? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I as a fan, you know, I never wanted to as any fan I didn't say that you never want to see your favorite player like be this way. You don't want to see your favorite player in the drama. You don't want to see your favorite player getting hate and it's and it does hurt to see him spiral downhill so fast because, you know, he like you said, he is a great player. He's super talented, like so talented, way more than like I could ever do he's more talented than me that's for sure I could never do what he does but it's like why what's the talent if you have that kind of attitude you know like his attitude just like completely changed he's not the same person that he used to be and it it hurts it hurts as a fan to see him and I mean I I want to say that I I still am a fan, but I can't say that because of all of the actions that he's been doing. It's just I don't have much respect for him anymore, and that message that he sent me definitely made me lose even the slightest bit of respect that I had left, because I always thought that, you know, he loved his fans, and that kind of message, if he truly really loved his fans, he wouldn't have said that message. That's how I see it.
0: Absolutely, and you know what it is? From the time these guys are age 10, and they are told that they have God's gift, we want you to our schools, we want to recruit you, we want to make you millions of dollars, and they have yes men, and when they get told no, that hurts them because they are not taking care of their egos. So that's also a problem. Another part of the problem, I think it is, and I know we're two men, so maybe we can't speak on this, but I think you automatically got to go for criminal charges. You know, I get it. You're promised the world by these athletes. You might be promised money. Maybe you're scared for your lives. I understand that maybe you're scared for your children, but you got to put these guys away when you take the payday or when you don't do this, it lets them get away. And not only can they hurt someone else, they're going to keep thinking they can do what they want with zero consequences. And that's the problem. These athletes have to be held to a higher standard than any other regular person.
2: Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was like when he got he got um, released from the Patriots. And a lot of people was talking about it. I kind of didn't see any problem with him getting released. Because when you do those a public image, because that's what he is. He's a star NFL player. He's literally a, was on his way to the hall of fame and like as that kind of public image where everybody sees pretty much your entire life you can't be doing that kind of stuff you got to take in consideration other people's feelings other people's perspectives and other people's opinions so with him getting released from the patriots i always told all my friends that i hope This is the kind of thing that brings him back to mind, that he realizes that his actions do come with consequences. That's what I hope happens with the whole releasing of the Patriots. I hope he realizes that maybe I should evaluate myself. Maybe I should evaluate my decisions because this is my consequences and I need to get it figured out.
0: I agree. And now... um. You have a pretty huge following on Twitter. Did you have this following before you made this tweet? Or did a bunch of people just start following you?
2: I actually always had a decent following on Twitter. Um, because I'm, I'm actually a social media influencer myself. So that's why I know... I mean, I'm not nearly as famous as But that's why I know, you know the whole public eye kind of thing. I know that when you do that kind of career where you're just always in the public, you gotta be cautious on what you say and do. And that's why I also don't agree with what he says and does most of the times because as a social media influencer, like full time job, I also see how like he shouldn't be saying that. Because if I said anything or if I did anything relative to what he's doing, I would also potentially
0: ruin my career. Right.
1: Absol- absolutely. Now, you know, listen, we're we're, we're just we're, we're just two guys having hosting a podcast, getting getting people to to join up, but we we can't to what women go through. And I think this is a person this this kind of hits home for, for me and also hits home for our cohorts because we've seen this time and time again. And even though my the guy that used to be on my team, I'm a Giants fan I he's gonna know where I'm going with this. There's a, there's another receiver and I think you guys are gonna know what I'm talking about. that used to be on the Giants. He didn't do nowhere nearly the things that A B did, but she was a little bit of a, you know I I, I would say a little bit drama ish too, by the name of Odell Beckham Junior. And, and he's he 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 a he was a, Odell did didn't do me. Nearly the thing that Antonio Brown did. Nothing new, but but when you're calling out, when you're calling out your quarterback, with essentially throwing your leader under the bus, complaining about not getting targets, and then you know you're going on social media and you're still complaining that you know you're not happy, and then you know you go to Cleveland and then you're still not happy, you're not getting targets. It's, it's, it's like. You love these athletes, and trust me, I loved Odell Beckham Jr. when he was on the Giants. He was he was one of my favorite players on there because he was, he was electric and he was a game-breaker. But again, it goes to show you when you have, and especially New York, because A.B. did this from Pittsburgh and Oakland. A.B., like, and told me like, Odell Beckham Jr. did this in New York, and New York, we, me and my partner, we live in New York, and when you're in New York... The biggest media capital of the world. Everything you do is under a microscope. Everything. Page six, back page headlines. Imagine Antonio Brown pulling this stuff in New York. That would not fly. So it goes to a cautionary tale because you're, because you know you're you're you're, you're on Twitter. You're, you're 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 a social media app. It goes to show that you need to be careful what you do, what you say how you tweet about it because you're in the public image. You are, you know, whether you like it or not, you're a role model.
2: Yep. I agree. I agree. that he's definitely a role model for a lot of people. And he may still be a role model for a lot of people. Because, I mean, some people still like him. And I, I don't people are still liking him. Because, you know, some people can let bygones be bygones and look past all the drama, but sometimes you can't look past it. Sometimes you have to bring it forward and just face the consequences, face the,
0: um, one time
2: look for the right word.
0: Ad- Adversity.
2: Um, yeah. Huh?
0: Adversity.
2: Yes. You, uh, you just gotta bring it forward confront it because without doing that you're gonna lose fans you're gonna lose um, this public eye you're gonna lose your career you're gonna lose money like you need to sometimes you just gotta stand up and look in the mirror and evaluate yourself realize that i did this this is me and i need to fix it nobody else's problem but my own and i think that's what antonio brown needs to do to get
0: back to where he was so let's say you have a 5 year old nephew and you see him having an antonio brown poster on his wall and wanting to get his jersey and saying he's something i want to idolize what what would you tell him
2: i would- if he wanted to like Antonio Brown, you know, I wouldn't stop it, but I would make sure he knows about if, if Antonio Brown you know, didn't fix anything and if it was still up in the waters, like if he was still having all these issues, I would make sure, you know, my nephew would know about the problem, like, well, this is happening, this is happening, but I would also let him wear the jersey that he wants and I let him have the posters that he wants because it's not my life control it's not like my life to control it so I agree I think that's a perfect
0: answer absolutely
1: anything else you want to add to (laughs) coach
0: uh not comes to mind
1: well, well, I'm gonna end it with my. This is my last question, and now again, thank you so much for jumping on. I love appreciate it. My my last question is, what now? Now, now that now that everything that dust is settled, and now that AD is no more, and we we said this before about like you know about how Abe, you know how he handled himself, like. Has was it would what like what 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 would you tell other people now when when you know what you went through and what would you, what would you tell your friends or anyone that you know that wanted like you know DM like these athletes and every you know all the all their favorite players not just football but any sport anything what what, what advice would you give them? Well.
2: I actually kind of had a similar conversation um, with one of my friends. They were asking me, like, how do you feel? Like, how does this affect you? And I was like, well, you know, I loved him. Like, not loved him, like, as a club love, love, but as, like, an NFL player. He was such a – he was, like, almost like a role model to me just because of his passion he had for his career. And, like, when I messaged him, got that response, it was super – hurtful, I guess you could say, Um, but I also kind of got, I I made it public because I wanted people to see, you know, this is the kind of response I got, and it's not right, and I wouldn't say that every person is like that, because not every person will respond like that. If I was in his position, if I was Antonio Brown and I had got a message like the one I sent him, I would have either A, just not responded at all, or B, took the adult, the more adult route, and been like, I'm sorry you feel this way, I hope you have a great day, and end it there. That would have been a perfect response, because as someone who was a fan, he needs to take in consideration that of course as a fan who looked up to him i'm going to be hurt by his decisions that he's been making and i'm going to get into my emotions because when people are upset they say things that they may or may not mean they're in the heat of the moment when i messaged that to him it was right when all this crap was first coming to my Social media feed to my timeline is when everything started coming up. And so I was in my feelings, I was in my emotions, and I genuinely was hurt with the response. But I just would tell people that not every person will respond like that. Some people will respond differently because everybody's different. Everybody takes opinions differently. And obviously, he didn't really like my opinion that well. But so that's what I would tell people. Just if you want to DM, or direct message, a PM, whatever, if you want to send a message to one of your favorite celebrities or your favorite NFL players, like, there's a huge possibility they're not going to reply back because they get millions of DMs from their fans. And there's a huge possibility they're not going to see it, but not everybody will give you a negative response like he did.
0: I agree. And I just want to say thank you for putting it on on Twitter, because when stuff like that happens, more people should get it. I get why some don't, because they're afraid of the backlash from that fan base, oh why are you talking about my, my favorite player, why are you talking about my guy, you're trying to get him kick, kicked off the team, blah blah blah, etc. no, it's just about being a people. We are people first, no matter who you are, rich, poor, mediocre, professional athlete, we all die the same. We all believe the same. Not one should deserve more respect than the other. Especially, you would think, because of what he's recently been a part of, and it's clear that you're a female. You would think that he would have just been a little bit more respectful. But I, I think you handled it the right way, and you have an open invitation anytime you want to come on. Whether it's hopefully next time, it's under better situations, we talk about sports, we laugh, and, uh, anytime. Thank you, appreciate that. I have your been Twitter getting a lot of, I have been getting a lot of, I think you can
2: say from that again please. But I can't let that get to me. I can't let that get to me because I expected it. I expected, you know, some people to agree with what he says. And I expected some people to agree that it's a little little bit childish. Like, I'm not saying that he
1: is childish, but that response was childish.
0: Very childish.
1: What? No. Uh, now, no, thank you again for, like, again, lovely. You have an open invitation to jump on with us you know we you know again we we wish we could interview you under better circumstances but you know this, is, this has been this is a lead story and this guy simply just will not go away <laughs> but, but, but thank you again so much for coming on with us um, we really appreciate you and we are thankful that you'll come on to, and you know, to, you know for us to interview you we, we highly appreciate it you know what's you know what's um yeah, again, to, to let, 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 let our fans know, like, what's your Twitter handle so, so they so they can so they can give you a follow. My Twitter is Megan Jerica.
2: It's M-E-G-A-N-J-A-R-I-C-A.
1: Gotcha, Megan Jericho, Thank you, thank you again so much for joining us. We You're welcome. We, really, we really appreciate it. Take care. Me
2: too.
0: Well, that was Megan Jerica, and all right, and that was Megan Jerica again. Her at Megan M E G A N J A R I C A. She is just that. That that was an amazing interview. What 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 did you take most from that interview? Well,
1: I took most of the fact that she was so candid and honest, and it seemed like. He, it it really hurt her the way that the way that Antonio Brown responded to her because it it hurt her so much because it that's like her favorite player and she was just she was more appalled and I and, and I felt the emotion coming out of that interview the way you know, the way that she was describing how she felt when Antonio Brown just
0: said said these things that were totally unnecessary. I agree. And she does have a big following on Twitter. 17.5K followers. Yeah.
1: You know, and it's, and, and, it's, and you know, it's, it goes to show that, you know, that. Not she's she 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 came off as, as genuine as authentic she was you know she was candid and open and honest with us this was you know this, this, this was a really really good interview and she she really did very well for us
0: and her Instagram is 117k followers so That's a big deal. <laughs> same thing Megan Jerica but. Again, anytime, Megan. Any, any, anytime you want to come on, talk about your social, talk about Bengals, talk about she. She's probably a Reds fan, maybe. But uh. Probably, she, you know, we can, you know we, know we should do we you know if she's a
1: Reds fan, we can actually have her on when we do our when we do our postseason, so she could you know talk about who she thinks is her her favorite to go to represent represent um the World Series in both leagues.
0: Well, I I will definitely DM her that when uh we drop this um we we have so much other things that we need to talk about so um recordings can only go an hour so after this one's fully done recording we are actually going an extra half hour it's it's gonna be called part two so so that's where you can catch us out um. Right now, Yankees are bottom of the tenth, one-one. Chad Green is on the mound. CC, I thought pitch fantastic in relief. Did you see any any part of the game, or or did you hear any parts of the game? I
1: heard, I heard, um, I heard CC um, pitch a scoreless inning out the relief, and that that was a good thing. And then when I came, then when I came home, I saw Highland, and. Casey did really, really well and, you know, they had a home run and then Kevin Kiermaier hit a home run. It's been the pitcher's duel. And since, you know, Lindsey Adler made this tweet that I shared, that I tweet, that I that I, that I retweeted, since September 1st, the Yankees have has the lowest ERA in the AL since September 1st. So it seems like their pitchers are getting ready for the postseason.
0: Wow. That's... That's very, very cool.
1: It is. It is. Greed just struck out just struck out Kiermaier. So this game we know this game might be heading to the top of the eleventh right now as a speed going on. Other news and tickets, um the the New York Mets oh, might be officially eliminated tonight. They, oh,
0: I know, saw that. What's the score?
1: Well, last time I checked it was four to two Miami. And if, and if Milwaukee wins, wins tonight, then the Mets... 4-4, four,
0: four, bottom of the 10th. Oh. So
1: the Mets came back and tied it, huh? Man, how about that? The Mets are clinging on to whatever to whatever postseason life is, but they're, but, but they're number numbers down to 1 because the Brewers beat the Reds 4-2, so... Either way, the Mets are going to be eliminated from postseason contention, and to all the this is not a slight, this is not a this is not a jab, this is not two Yankee fans, you know.
0: Absolutely not, you
1: guys. We, you know, we're saying that you know, you guys have potential with Pete Alonso and Jeff McNeil and Michael Conforto. You have obviously good starting. On pitching rotation, but your problem, as always, your mismanagement with Bernie Van Wagden, who made some awful, awful, awful moves, the fact that, you know, your bullpen is horrendous, and I don't think Nicky Cowley is the right guy for the job. I think, you know, if I'm the man, Joe Girardi. We'll go after Joe Girardi. I think he'll pop some life into it and I think you need to show up your bullpen and see what you get when Cesmus returns and you go from there. I really honestly think the Mets are a manager and a couple of pieces away from being contenders in the National League. So this is not a slight. This is not like, you know, we're Yankee boys. (laughs) <laughs> we're just telling you like it. We're, we're telling you like it is. Your team wasn't gonna make the playoffs. You guys dig yourself too big of a hole. It's nice that you guys played meaningful game in September, but at the end of the day, you guys just did not have enough horses in the bullpen. And what will haunt you guys when you blew a ten-four lead? When you blew a ten-four lead to the Nationals? When you got swept in Miami before the All-Star game? The All-Star losing
0: game. six in a row
1: losing six in a row there. Those those losses will come those losses came back
0: and hurt you. And and let's just be realistic too. Let's say Mets do it. Let's say they win five in a row. There is no way the Brewers are losing five in a row. That's, no. That's
1: they, they play the Reds.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 just what it is. There's there's no way that's gonna happen. And Chad Green got the strikeout, so now it's going to the top 11th. And Jordan Montgomery pitched a fantastic two innings. That's exactly, so,
1: that's exactly what he
0: did. So I think he could be making a small push for postseason. Absolutely.
1: We'll see. We will see. We now need to shift gears. Now we'll get back to baseball in a bit, but we need to go. We need to go into the NFL. So we're not talking about AB, folks. AB is done. We had we had the great interview, but we are now shifting gears into. We're going to recap, recap the entire games of Week Three and looking forward to Week Four the NFL season. You got the music to play.
0: Uh no I don't we'll we'll skip that
1: we'll skip that but let's have a recap first off Thursday night football Jaguars defeat the Titans twenty seventeen um, Gardner Minshew looked very impressive again and Marcus Mariota looked mediocre as always
0: yes he does and he and he's super talented too that's what's weird Yeah, yeah. Now with the Buffalo Bills, the
1: three and Buffalo Bills. How about that? The three and Buffalo Bills beat the Cincinnati Bengals twenty one to seventeen. They were down seventeen fourteen at one point, but they they held on. They got the game, you know. They got the game winning touchdown, and they got the game winning pick off of Andy Dalton. Three and What are your thoughts? Your 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 Patriots play these Bills this coming week. So, well,
0: what are your thoughts on the three and Three and Buffalo Bill. This might upset the Steffi tweets, but I have to say, girl, calm down a little bit. She's getting a little, little hot on Twitter here, retweeting everything about Bills Mafia, how saying people got to put respect on them. It's the Buffalo Bills. The team that went to four consecutive Super Bowls and the team that lost four consecutive Super Bowls. Sorry about that memory. You are you are who you are. Until you prove me, you are different. So, last time... You are t- what your record
1: says you are. You yeah. are who we thought we are. Now, the that to beat the Miami Dolphins, thirty be one to six. Nothing nothing here to write home. The Cowboys are really good. The Dolphins are really good. Bad. Nothing to, to write home about.
0: Yeah, and, and, and you kinda cut off my, f- cut off my stove there, cause I was just cooking on the Bills. Um, there is no level of consistency to where we think the Bills will make the postseason. No title games, not a division round, not a Super Bowl appearance, since before the great Jim Kelly had cancer, no wild card games, not even, I believe, a 10-11 win season. So how are any Buffalo Bills game fanboys here? I'm sorry. Right now, the Patriots could be 1-2. and two, And I could still talk my shit. You want to know why? Because they have the level consistency. Eight straight title games. Three straight Super Bowl appearances. Three Super Bowl wins in the past five years. How dare any Buffalo Bills fan get hyped? I get it. 3-0. That's great. You can't dismiss it. It's cool. But, let's see what happens when Josh Allen comes to play Bill Belichick. The Los Angeles Rams, who scored a field goal in the Super Bowl. The Los Angeles Rams offense is 100,000 times better than the Bills. Maybe even 200,000. They stopped. Aaron Donald, the best pass rusher, probably since Lawrence Taylor, they stopped him, didn't check, didn't kiss Brady, didn't sniff Brady's underwear, didn't breathe on him, couldn't say hello, how are you, Can I have your autograph. So what makes me think that that's going to happen? I even go in to say that the Patriots put all this billboard material and say, you know what? We are going to kick your ass. If Tom Brady throws five touchdowns in this game, I will not be shocked. So, Bills fans, at the sports dude, let's have a conversation. We could have a nice conversation. And this morning on First Take, Stephen A. Smith mentioned a bunch of undefeated teams for his top five. Didn't even mention Buffalo. Now I'm done.
1: If this was I'd say this is a lot of takes But those are some very good takes Look man, I, I don't have a dog in the fight I'm not a fan of the team At every point my co-host said I a thousand percent agree Buffalo needs to prove Itself to me I'm not impressed Look at the wins they got Okay, you beat a Jets team That the Jets blew that game The Jets actually show won that game then you beat a Giants team with slow-nailed Eli Madden. Now, if you had not Daniel Jones would have played
0: week two, I'm
1: not sure if you guys would have won that game. I'm, I'm not sure.
0: I'm Probably not, sure. not. That's not it. That's, that's, that's
1: not it here. No doubt. And then you beat a 6 team yeah. with Andy Dalton. Come
0: on. Oh, he's you horrible. Beat, I'm I'm, beat, I'm so mad that he's a starting quarterback in this league. You beat You
1: Embiid, You beat. Um, you beat, you beat mediocre teams. Let's see, and after Stephanie tweets, put your money where you're out there. You, wanna, you said you want to you put some respect in your name? We're home against the Patriots. How about you do what you did against those teams and do it against the great Tom Brady? Say what you say. I'm sorry, Jeff fans. Say what you're about Tom Brady. He is the greatest, quarterback in NFL history. The man has been to nine Super Bowls and he's won six of them. He has won four Super Bowl MVPs. The man is clutch. And regular seasons are good. He makes his money in the postseason. And in regular season when he plays against East opponents, he usually beats them. He usually beats them.
0: Buffalo, you, you, uh, you got Mafia. You want to shut us up? Show us something. Come on, have a conversation. Hold on one minute. They are pinch-running John Carlos Stanton with Clint Frazier.
1: You kind of saw this coming. You kind of saw this coming. And I'm kind of not surprised because, you know, Stan's come back from the, um, Come from the leg injury, and you kind of don't want to see—you um, kind of don't want to see Stan move that much. You want to save his legs for the postseason, so
0: that one doesn't surprise me at all. And one last thing, the Steffi—the Steffi tweets. How about you give our Twitter page a follow? Come on, the show, Steffi. It—it it is now Tuesday. You have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and up until game day. Let's have a conversation. Let's bake bread together. Hey, Rep your team. Talk your shit. We'll give you the platform. It's okay. You can talk shit about the Pats. Because I'll just be smiling saying, hey. Who won the Super Bowl last year? <laughs> so, at, at the end of the day, just come on. Say hello. How are you? Talk about Gronk's horrible tackle last year. You know? or Or, or two years ago. Let, let's just talk. So come on, Bill Steffi Tweets. Come on and be a sports woman.
1: Yes, you are getting the proverbial call out, man. Listen, man. Hey, if you want to go out my co-host, he's a Patriot fan. So you, you want to you wanna talk that stuff? That, hey, look, I'm going to back up my co-host 1,000%. I may not be a Patriot fan, but everything he has said about your bills... Is one thousand percent correct? He's absolutely right. You want to prove us wrong? Hey, let's break bread. Let's have a conversation. Talk to us. We, we, you know, we, you know, we give us a follow. Talk to us. Talk, talk. All the, all the garbage. All the things you want to talk to us. But when it comes to game day, there ain't gonna be no
0: more talking. And there's when there's the Bills talking. lose. Do not go into hiding. I will find you. Listen,
1: Bill fans want to stick their chest. Hey, man, we 3-0, oh, we 3-0. Oh. Your 3-0 oh doesn't hold weight until you beat a team that is legit. Go out there and beat the defending Super Bowl champs. Then I will say you're legit.
0: And let me just play devil's advocate. Let's say the Bills... Beat the Patriots. Cool. You you congratulations. You just had your best one of your life. You're not gonna do yeah. it in postseason. Everyone knows the, the Patriots are not the Patriots till right a little a little after Thanksgiving. That's when the Patriots are the Patriots. But this Patriots team and their defense They've been amazing. They've scored 30-plus points in fantasy on defense three straight weeks. So what makes you think you're going to score more than 14? And to beat the Patriots, you got to keep on, on the sidelines and make the Patriots score under 14. And bring it back to the Super Bowl. We're only going to score 14 points. <laughs> Now I get it. That that kind of backfired on Tom a little bit, but I'm highly sure the Patriots are going to drop at least twenty three this Sunday. At least minimum minimum that not under twenty three, not twenty two, not seven. Minimum twenty three points.
1: Damn, you are calling out. We 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 we. Them, but there are still some games we got to recap. Save that fire for later when we go into when we go into our week four previews. You know, as I would say, as we will get back to our week three we recap. You know, Dolphins, Dolphins are terrible. Can we agree that Dolphins are one of the worst teams in the league? Can we yes. Get the
0: pack? And I would say, sorry, Tall. He's the co-host of the Schmear campaign. He is a Dolphins fan, so I got to say my condolences, buddy.
1: You're in for a rough season, man. You're you're you're. I'm pretty confident you guys are going to be defeated now. I'm pretty confident you're going to be defeated. Packers. Packers are kind of a bit of a bit of an under radar team because we know how great Aaron Rodgers. We know we know the weapons that he has, but what about their defense? Their defense has been really
0: impressive. I agree. But yeah. here's here's here here's my thing. At the end of the day, AFC title game, Pats Chiefs. NFC title game, Saints, and I'm going to go Seahawks. And why am I saying Saints? Because you are going to get a fresh Drew Brees. He's maybe had what? Five hits on his body before he got hurt. So he's going to be as fresh as possible. So as long as the Saints can hold water, they're going to be in the title game, absolutely.
1: And what do you think of, what, do you think of the, what, what the Saints did to the Seahawks in Seattle now? Don't let that score, don't let that, don't let the Seahawks solve 27 points for you. Those points came in garbage, most of those points came in garbage time. But, but the Saints put a thumping on them.
0: Ever since the Seahawks made their two back-to-back Super Bowl trips, I've always been a fan. Now, their defense is nowhere near the same as it was those two Super Bowls. But it's still very good. And Russell Wilson, who almost year after year has very, very little to work with. And he just manages to win, man. And that's what I love about him. Hey, man, the 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 moxie, the guts, the poise,
1: man. Wilson is one of the elite quarterbacks, man. He doesn't like, you, you know... People were saying that, like you know, when he won his first Super Bowl, it was the defense. And yeah, the defense was good. Don't get me wrong. But he's kind of showed that you, you know, he can make, he can, he, he can make, he can make a lot of things out of nothing. And that's really impressive. And the fact that you know his, you know, his running game is not as good. As receivers are mediocre or above average at best. And he still finds a way to get it done. He's pretty damn impressive. You know, and the Saints. Give, give credit to the Saints, man. I mean, Bridgewater and Taysom Hill ho- hold it down, and that's what they got to do. If they, if they can still be good until Breeze comes back, then you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I, I'm I'm a bit disappointed. in The Steelers, you're zero and three. I'm a bit disappointed. I know you lost big. I know you lost big ben for the year, but really, you're zero and three.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh my-
1: James Conner looks lost. Juju Smith-Schuster has not has not had has not had been nearly the same receiver as he was last year.
0: Well, yeah, but remember now now he's getting double teamed. So Antonio Brown was getting double teamed, and Juju was allowed to run. So now since he's getting he he can't do that, it's different.
1: Yeah, but James Washington has to step up. He has James Washington has not stepped up, and the and the Steelers defense has not looked impressive to be honest with you.
0: Not at all. I I I think Mike Tomlin should have been fired maybe two three years ago.
1: Speaking of teams that are not impressive, how about the the Baker Cleveland Patriots
0: Cleveland Brown? Mm. Oh one man! One not impressive. Yeah. Let's talk about Cleveland. They Sunday Night
1: Football is their first Sunday Night Football in about like what eight nine years. They got the spotlight on them. They got Baker. They got Nick Chubb. They got Josh Landry. They got Odell Beckham Jr. Yet yeah, they, they didn't have a Ninjoku, but they still you have you know your offense, your defense is elite, and their defense ball. Their defense came out and balled yesterday. They made Jared Cook. Baker plays against a very good team. Baker looks really, really, really bad.
0: Well, I mean, that that fourth down call, man, how do you make that how do how do you do a draw play? Fourth and what were they? Fourth and nine and four fourth and ten? It, it was fourth
1: and nine and it did a draw play. <laughs>
0: Now, let's say you have an elite running back. Let's say you have a Kamara. Let's say you have a, you have a Saquon. Let's, let's say you have a star. You still don't even do that. Give the quarterback the ball. And when he did the drive, drive-draw play, I know. Freddie Kitchens has no faith in Baker Mayfield. He took Baker's legs out from under him. And if, and if I'm Baker... I go to that franchise, and I say, hey, what are you giving me a coach with? Let him go.
1: I I, I really, you know, I I think so, too. And speaking of, we're on themes of teams that are not good. The Washington Redskins are a disgrace. People want to talk about the Giants of having their struggles they're nowhere nearly as dysfunction as the Washington Redskins. Daniel Schneider is probably the worst owner in the, in the NFL. Did, damn
0: did you watch the Michael K show today? I did watch the Michael K show. Peter Rosenberg.
1: You're trying too hard, bro. None of, I'm, I don't feel sorry for you. You want to talk about dysfunction? I'm a Knicks fan. I know all about dysfunction. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You want to talk about dysfunction and sad yes, like no. no. You're not getting sympathy from
0: me. No, you're trying too hard, bro. I I agree, but let me play play that audio. He sounded real emotional. Uh, okay. You can't play when you're on the phone. I'll I'll play it in the second half, part 2. But um let, let me just do a quick quick round of outs because we have so much. So I'm gonna break them break break them out. The Schmear campaign. That that's their Twitter. They're at, are at Brian Kirsch, Brian K-I-R-S-C-H. New York, and then at the, tweets, the Tal tweets the T A L tweets, twenty seven down at. Evan D. Wetzel four CJ in Pinstripes Chris Vitale Pinstripe Strong at Jules McFly Chris McFly twenty eight Georges Box JJ from the Bronx Keith underscore McPherson and that's the first round of shoutouts. The second round will be in the part two.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will play part two of Peter Rosenberg On the Michael K. Show, talking about his beloved Washington Redskins. And now, now you know. And then we, then you know, the Texans Being the Chargers. That was really good. I, I like Deshaun Watson. I really think Deshaun Watson is a ascending young quarterback. But that line is, that line's gonna get him killed. I worry about, I worry about his line get, get, you know, getting him killed.
0: I, I will say the same about Lamar Jackson as well. I think all of these quarterbacks with great athletic ability, which is why Cam, for years, has been hurt. And which is why this year the Panthers asked him, hey, don't be Cam. When That's why Kyle Allen led them to that victory.
1: Kyle Allen, first NFL start, led them to the victory over the Cardinals. You know, give or shout that. And also, Patty Mahomes. Is it safe to say that this guy is the MVP again? This guy is
0: unbelievable. Yeah, he's he's probably on pace to pass his touch on from last year. He already has 10.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you want to talk. And also, there are two upsets that I got to get to. All
0: first, right, hold on, hold on. We're on our last 20 seconds. So, I just want to say a thank a great thank you to Megan Jericho. That was our first interview. And I hate to say it was heartwarming. I almost wanted to cry.
1: Great interview. We we always welcome you back on the show anytime. Thank you so much for popping
0: on with us. All right, guys. Hey, what's up? What's up? This is our part two because of the interview we wanted to give full things to the show. Right now, it's the top of the twelfth. One one two outs in Tampa. Let me just go see what the New York Mets are doing. Ugh. And it's the bottom of 11th bases loaded. Brandon Nimmo's at the plate, so they're trying to stay alive.
1: Oh, um, by the way, uh, Mike Ford just got a, a double so, the thanks to the lovely... Tropicana Field. Wow. wow! Gotta love the trop. Cause <sighs> that ball just skied, and it 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 like it's so skied, it it fell into fair territory, and no one knew where the hell it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, 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 you got you you got love you got love the trop.
0: <laughs> and Mets now have a three one count on Brandon Nimmo. Substitute Paul and
1: a pinch running for Mike Ford. You run on second base, two outs, top of twelfth, between the Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays. And now the pitching coach is going to talk to Tampa Bay Rays pitcher.
0: Wow! Ball four, and the Mets win it. They are trying to stay alive here, and they are pouring peanuts and powder. On Brandon Nemo, people are jumping up and down. They're ecstatic. Water's being thrown in Nemo. Oh, my God. They're treating this guy like a monster. And his shirt has stayed on. His sunflower seeds are being poured on Nemo by Canole. <laughs> Uh And they are taking off the jersey. Now the jersey is off. These mess celebrations, man. And Alonzo just slapped him in the ass. <laughs> oh, that was funny.
1: That was great. You got, you got to love them. You know, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to mess for that. Like, I will say this. What, what what, they make up in lack of team structure, they know, they, they know how to, they know how to party. They know how to, you know how to do walk-offs. So I'll give them that.
0: Absolutely. And, and let me go to the second round of our shutouts. Curtain Call, they're at Sullivan Yes and Flip Yes, Talkin' Yanks, John Boy and Talk and Talkin' Jake, Short Porch, Barstool Hubs, and Tom Chabelli, C S C H I B E L L I, the wonderful R2C2 at CC underscore Sabathia, Ryan Rucco, Yankee Crazy Podcast. Ultimate Sports Podcast by Madison Mills twenty eight, um, this guy and that guy podcast with our very own big Yankee fan, cool guy nine twenty four Frank Negron, and the Tuna seven twenty five, our verified followers, IBWAA, Jesse Barfield twenty nine, that Eric Alper, Road Man Music, and. One of the good actors of last night's brand new show, All Rise, comes every Monday at 9pm on CBS, J. Alex Brinson, B-R-I-N-S-O-N, and some accounts who, if, if they aren't verified, they should be, The, Underscore Out, Underscore Route, Bang, banging Awesome, Respect to Jeter, and Respect Out... I- Obviously, R-E-2-P-E-C-T-2-Jeter. And another good Yankee Twitter guy, Debo316. He makes very wonderful graphics for Yankees players. And he's going to have a website by next baseball season. But his stuff gets talked about on Instagram. And Luis Reno today updated one of his pictures. And Aaron Hicks peeps some of the some of the stuff. Amber Sabathia, Glaber Torres, and a bunch of other Yankees. So please, let's make a dream come true. He's a father of a of practically a newborn baby. And if we can help him out, why not?
1: And that that is awesome. Give give all these give all these great people. Give all these great. People a shout out and these people pen for us to continue doing what we do and continue doing the things we love, which is talking about all
0: things sports. Oh, and something I didn't even tell you: we're working on going on with the Twenty Seven Down podcast. But this Sunday, I will be on the Schmear campaign, and with Brian Kirsch, NY, and the Tall Suites. We're gonna have a postseason preview. Ooh, oh. Don't don't forget to give us a plug. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's, it's 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 gonna happen. Trust me. And uh, they, if 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 you haven't yet hear their new episode, their their episode drop every Sunday night, and they mentioned our podcast. Shout out so to them, I heard and shout out to them. Thank you so much. <laughs> so hashtag spread the smear. Hashtag I guess spread the sports dudes. Let's make everyone dudes and dudes as of sports. So I am yeah, right. So I so I think it's gonna be pretty, pretty interesting. And uh next next week before the Yankee first playoff game, this time you'll be with us. Brian Kirsch is going to come back on the sports dudes and we are going to talk right right either before the inky playoff game or right after the time has yet to be really talk, talked about because he's a hard working man and he has to pay the bills hey man we're getting
1: more listen the more people hey we get more people we just had we just had our first interview and I was gonna have Brian from the smear campaign Man, we are making. We are. So I told you, this is only the beginning, kids. Hashtag only the beginning. Is it's gonna? It's gonna be a lot of fun. I promise you. that. enjoy the ride.
0: Absolutely. And we've only had Twitter for two days. We have a hundred and forty-seven followers already. I think that's pretty good. I think that's. How best to do this?
1: In just. In just, a,
0: in just a short period of time. Is, is, because, is because I pinned our first tweet. Made this Twitter 30 minutes ago. Started this podcast 10 days ago. First caller on the 17th. Now he's the co host at Anime Soldier 01. Yesterday, first episode with Brian Kirsch, New York of the Shamir Campaign. Growing quick. Love it. Thanks to listeners of now and future check us out and that was three days ago
1: hey and look and look at us look at us three look at us three days later we 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 are just obvious we are just obviously making more moves so it is guys it is only the beginning just continue we love the support you know I, I got it. Like, we'll get back to baseball in a bit, but I do. There is one game that I, have, that I have to recap again, and I have to say it again with authority. You know what game I'm going to go back to? You know what game I'm going to talk about? You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm going to talk about? <laughs> I'm talking about the new chief of New York City. You know who that guy is?
0: D- D- Danny Doms?
1: Danny Dimes, baby, the New York, Danny Dimes. I and um before I continue, he sub
0: Choi just, just walks, it walks it off. Former Yankee.
1: Yep. Yep. The the Rays win. Um. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not surprised.
0: Corey um, Gill, man. Course, that's yeah. that's what happened with the Yankees when you get in the extra innings and you pitch these subpar pitchers. It's it's you know, it's gonna happen.
1: You know they're not making the postseason. You like you know you
0: oh, not obviously not, yeah. Uh. Uh.
1: Well I am not surprised but but the Yankees fall against now the Yankees at this moment are a game are a game behind. They're they're a game behind. Um they are game
0: behind You know my feelings on this. I've been saying FHF. Fuck it. I know Yankee Twitter is going to go crazy. Do not care. We're going to go to the ALDS. We're going next week. Just relax, man.
1: I I know, but we have to let our listeners that do care that I'm letting them know that they're a game as of right now because Houston plays late at Seattle. They're a game back. I know, I'm the same way you are, but our listeners, especially Yankee Twitter, is going to go ape, ape. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, you know, so I, I, I'm just here to report
1: the people. Again, we'll get back to baseball and we'll recap the game in a bit. So I've I got to get this off my chest. Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes earned his nickname after week one. Look, it is over that, like, it is over-exaggeration. I love what I saw from Daniel Jones. Again, he was poised, he played, he brought new life, and as a Giants fan, I'm very happy. I'm to be proven wrong. Again, it's one week, and yes, most Giants fans like myself, we didn't want him. He wasn't the guy. We were very angry, and now Dave Gettleman, who I still don't like, but he did draft the quarterback, and if he, and if he's as right, as what he said with Daniel Jones, he ain't going nowhere, because him and Shermer are tied to the hip, and they're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that kid succeeds, and yes... Is the defense still bad? Absolutely. Did it take a missed field goal from that game for Matt Gay for Giants to win? Yes. But you know what? It is what it is. If the Bucks were any as a competent team, they would have made. They would have made the kick. But the Bucks are exactly who I think they are: a non-competent team. Alright. So,
0: All right, so question. The Giants to take, take. To take advantage of it. One o'clock Sunday. On Fox, Giants and Redskins, but going up against it, CBS, Bills and Patriots. What game are you watching more? Ooh, that's a good one.
1: I, I mean, obviously, as a as a Giants fan, I'm going to be watching my game more because I'm gonna see Danny but. I will probably have to go with my game first because I do want to see what Daniel Jones does. But don't but don't get it twisted. I will be keeping close tabs on the Patriots Rista Bills for this reason only. the Steffi tweet is she is so, so confident that they can take down the almighty Patriots. That before if she didn't say anything, I probably would not have cared. But because she is saying how the bills are ready for for the bills are ready for the patriots, they're home. Bills mafia is gonna
0: bring it. I'm like, you know what? You got me intrigued. Absolutely,
1: you got me intrigued. And because you got me
0: intrigued, guess what I'm gonna do? What I'm going. I'm going to be a quick quick and close tabs. I'm going to
1: have the giant game on the big screen and have the Patriot Bills game on the little screen. So I'm gonna keep tabs on both. Particularly I wanna see what Josh Allen in his second year does against Bill Belichick's defense. Because let let's not get it twisted, guys. This is probably one of the better Bill Belichick
0: defense I've seen in quite a while. Mine would probably be twenty fourteen with Brandon Browner and Darrell Revis. But this is a very good defense as well. Oh, yeah. I, I said it's one of the better defense. I didn't say it's one of his best. Right, defense. right, right. But, but this, this
1: defense, this defense is no joke. This, This Patriot defense is no joke.
0: And, and a quick memory brought to you by Dr. Super Bowl, spot underscore Bills, Bills Patriots Week 2004. The Pats embarrass the Bills as Drew Bloodsoe and J.P. Loesman throws four interceptions in a 29-6. The versatile Troy Brown, who is a wide receiver, grabs one of those interceptions.
1: Ha, <laughs> Oh man, that was, great. that was great! I actually remember watching that. I actually remember watching that game, and that was probably the most hilarious, hilarious ones I've seen. And I will say that this, that game, that game was awesome to watch because I laughed so hard at how putrid Buffalo is.
0: And the NFL's undefeated teams are The Chiefs, Bills, Packers, Pats, Lions, Rams, Cowboys, Niners I say Waking up Tuesday morning The undefeated teams will be Chiefs, Pats, Rams, Boys I think the Packers, the Bills, the Lions, and the Niners Are losing. Ooh,
1: you think so?
0: What do you think?
1: All the undefeated teams again.
0: Chiefs, Bills, Packers, Pats, Lions, Rams, Cowboys, Niners.
1: I think I think the Pats stay undefeated. I think um, the Chiefs stay undefeated. I think the Cowboys lose this week. I think the Rams stay undefeated. That's about it.
0: Why do you think the Cowboys will lose?
1: Because I'm a firm believer in the Saints defense, and I think the Saints are at home, and this is the first time the Cowboys are going to place a real team. Granted, they may not have two Brees, but I really like the Saints defense. The Saints defense is a little bit underrated, a little bit better than what people think. I think, the, I think the Cowboys are losing the Saints this Sunday.
0: And Packers play the Eagles... Um, I say, I say
1: the Packers lose to the Eagles. I think Carson Wentz bounces back and beats and, and beats Rodgers.
0: Lions play Chiefs, so that's definitely a loss. That that's a that's a loss. Rams play the Buccaneers. Well,
1: the, you you know how you know how I feel about you know how I feel about the you know how I feel about the um. No, I feel about that, and yeah. I honestly really think that the Bucks are not a good team. The Bucks are are the Bucks. Are, the Bucks are a very bad team. <laughs> let's let's be frank. The Bucks are a really the Bucks are an awful team. And if you don't think the Bucks are a great, or if you think the Bucks are a good team, and you know
0: you're 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 really playing yourself.
1: They're I such agree. A team. And they are fortunate enough to be one and two only because they should be going three right now. It's just that Cam just got injured.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Is,
1: I'm calling. I think I'm calling for the NFCs, which I, which is kind of important to me because I am a Giants fan. I got the Cowboys are going to be, the Cowboys are going to be three and one. Both the Giants and the Eagles are going to be two are going to
0: be 2-2 in the and on 4. And I have to take back my comment cuz the Niners have a bye week. So Niners and the Jets both have bye weeks. So Niners will still be undefeated going into next week. Oh man. I, oh, you're right. Absolutely right. So my
1: and to go and also since we well, yeah, weeks week 4 is upon us the Eagles and Packers play. Like I said, I got the Eagles beating the Packers. I think the Packers are are defeated no more. I think Carson Wentz is just amazing. and not being objective. I think I think I think that the Eagles are going to figure it out, and I think the Eagles are going to upset a, 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 a Aaron Rodgers. And I think you know. And then going up the games, and you know, I'll make my lock of the week later in the week, but there are a couple of games that I'm.
0: Really, really, really um, Feeling looking at, I'm really feeling But you'll find out more Later in the week Now Hold up, hold know. up one minute Just to go off the football field For a little bit The Athletic Kansas City In case you missed it Patrick Mahomes Has thrown 36% Of Troy Aikman's career touchdowns In about 8% of the games Troy Aikman In case you missed it Talk to me when he has 33% of my Super Bowl titles. What do you think about that?
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. (laughs) I absolutely love it. Detroit Aikman throwing the shame. Hey, don't dish it if you can't take it. I totally agree. We, you know, when it comes to the quarterback position, the most important thing in the quarterback position is, can you deliver the goods? Can you win a Super Bowl? Can you do it? And Patrick Mahomes, I know it's his first year, he had a chance. But he played so bad in the first half that he needs to come back in the second half. I need Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes is going to be one of the best to ever do it, there's one thing that he got to do. He got to go out and win it, which means he got to face off against Tom Brady, and you gotta go beat Brady and Brady. So, I agree with, I agree with what, um, what Troy said. I think that's the most important thing. I think at the end of the day, it's about winning Super Bowls. You know?
0: Exactly.
1: And I also think that that until you win a Super Bowl, you'll end up in the Dan Marino, Jim Kelly conversation instead of being in the, in the, Quarterbacks of multiple, and multiple Super Bowl MVP conversations, so I
0: totally agree with that one thousand percent. And I even love that you brought up Tom Brady because last year Patrick Mahomes zero and two against the Patriots. Why two first halves? Pats twenty four, Chiefs nine. Pats fourteen, Chiefs zero. Football is sixty minutes. You cannot have otherworldly. Third and fourth quarters, and expect to win a game against a guy like Bill Belichick. So I hope it continues to happen, and maybe it changes. And shame on you, whoever had the audacity to point that laser in Tom Brady's eyes. What is the matter with you? How trash do you have to be to resort to messing with someone's job? Say Tom Brady got blinded. You took away this guy's ability to make money and to play the game that he loved. Now, he'd be okay because they have enough money, but that's not the point. How dare you do something like that? So, I hope if this game has to be in Arrowhead Stadium again, I hope these fans get searched properly. And I hope no Yahoo brings a laser pointer into any stadium, not even against the Pats, into any stadium. Let let your team play. If you have that little faith in your team, don't spend the money. Watch watch it on your couch.
1: That is a, that is an excellent point, and I totally agree one thousand percent. If you if you honestly if you honestly would you know if you honestly would have to resort to cheap tactics in order to beat. Tom, order to beat Tom Brady, then honestly, you know, that's really trash, and look, I know, I know that that this is gonna sting for you, but I don't recall the 2007 Giants using cheap tactics to beat Tom Brady, right? and you know, what you gotta do, and I don't recall the, you know, the, the Eagles, when they beat Brady using cheap tactics, listen, I get it, Every you know every team wants to get an advantage of any team they play. I get it It's sports, but you want to do that? Come on, you're better than that. And also, also I will, I will, I also don't like. I think a Patriot fan spilled some like beer or something on the Ken City player when they win Foxborough. I don't like that at all. I don't like fan
0: Yeah, in- I, I I saw that. That's kind of fucked up.
1: I don't like fans getting involved in the games. I think fans should just stick to rooting for their teams. They should not and should not insert themselves into the games. It is not right.
0: I I think, that, I think that, you know, you want to root for your
1: team, that's fine, but do not yourself do not put yourself in a position where you're going to these that do cost these athletes their careers, they're human too, they, they go to sleep just like you do, they wake up just like you do, yes, they may have a better living condition than you do, but they still try, they still live and breathe the same air that you do, stop trying to look for cheap ways to take advantage. If, you, if your team is that good, then let your team, their coaches, better prepare themselves. Because when you play against teams like Brady, you have to prepare, over-prepare, triple-prepare. Because the one thing what Bill Belichick does so well than any other coach, he adapts during the game. He adapts so well. He is, does a good job of what he sees in the game, and he makes adjustments on the fly. And his players respond perfectly. In that game, in that Super Bowl against, and that Super Bowl against, um, against L.A., the, Ram, the Rams' defense really put a number on Brady as far as pressuring and whatnot. But what they did was they shut down the running game and forced Jared Goff to make plays. And guess what Jared Goff didn't do? Didn't make plays. You want to play? You want to play against the elite? The elite adjust and plan better. Don't make cheap tactics to try. You know to you know, to cheat people. Man up, fair up, fair and square. You're a fan. Your job is to root for your team. Not do some vile, underhanded tactics for your team to win. That is messed up.
0: And let me just say a bittersweet tweet from at Ortiz kicks. If you are so inclined, please say a prayer for proud Aggie Trey Schooley, S-C-H-O-O-L-E-Y, a diehard Astros fan who succumbed to cancer Saturday. He threw out the ceremonial first pitch last Tuesday at, M- at Minute Maid Park and at Orbit Astros and A Bregg underscore one Alex Bregman. He was only twenty-three. May he rest in peace. At Aggie Network, A G G I E N E T W R K. And with that tweet is a wonderful photo of their mascot, Alex Bregman, and another Astros player, maybe his dad. And he's he just seems so happy.
1: What a what a tough what a tough tweet, man. And Mike Dawson conducts a bot. Into and family, that is, um, that's brutal. And, you know, he's in a better place, and where we are so, us here at the Sports Dudes are so, uh, we send our hearts our condolences out to, out to that person and their family. And, you know, we, we I feel so, we feel awful, but,
0: you know we will send our to you. And just one little thing about the bills, cause because throughout the week I I screenshot stuff. Amanda at SoCal Bills, and, and then and, and with a bunch of dots. If the Bills beat the Patriots on Sunday, I'll get a timestamp tattoo to mark the occasion.
1: Wow, I, I, I'm, just waiting, I'm just waiting until he says that I want the Super Bowl tattooed on his butt cheek.
0: <laughs> and then, of course, the horrible story of Felipe Vasquez, that trash oh, lefty, that. Pittsburgh pirate, pedophile motherfucker. He was moved to West Moreland County Jail, set to be arraigned Wednesday. And I assume it's this Wednesday... Because I saved the tweet September 19th.
1: This guy is, this guy is, this guy is awful. And that goes into grind my gears. This guy, Felipe Vazquez, is an awful, awful person. And to me, and to me, guys like him are just disgusting. And, and 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 you wanna be proud of your actions and just saying that, you know, oh we just had sex, with no big deal. She said yes, I'm like, She's a minor. What the hell is wrong with you? You are disgusting and you are vile. You should be ashamed of yourself.
0: And I teased this earlier what grinds my gears so it's a perfect subway. It kind, it kinda of brings us back to our wonderful interview. If you are a professional athlete, don't you think your life has more meaning than you have to reply to fans in a bad way? First of all, if you are going to reply, which like like she said, most likely doesn't happen, because they get hundreds of hundreds of DMs, they get hundreds of serious cancer requests, they. They have a lot of going on, charity work, etc. Their own personal family lives, but if you are going to reply, if it's not in a "thanks for appreciating my craft," you know, "thanks for being a fan," oh, if you're at the stadium, I'll I'll try to you know sign your ball or jersey or whatever. Don't don't respond. Do not respond because when most people DM you. like Megan said, they're doing it not expecting a reply but if you're going to reply reply nice because you don't know who sees that maybe a kid sees that a mom, a grandma or a female and if even though you should treat everybody with respect if you see it's a female reply nice if you cannot reply nice It's better to block them, or to just leave it seen. Because then you'll leave that fan thinking, Wow, he took the time to see my message. And that does a lot. I
1: absolutely agree, 1000%. Nothing more I can add on to that. That is... is that is spot on, you athletes, these athletes, you're in the public spotlight. You are there, whether you like it or not, you people are, you know, with, the, with, with how social media is, you are now up, you have a big target on your back. Be careful what you say, because once you press send, screenshots are there forever. You can delete the tweets and and try to spin it right away, but screenshots are there forever, and if you reply, it's a fan, at least be respectful, or don't even reply, I don't understand why these athletes think that you're bigger than them, what, because you are 10 or 11, and you are prepared for, you can do whatever you want, this is the real world, and in the real world, there are rules. And there are moral obligations that you have to do. And if you, like I said, if you don't feel like responding, don't. Because like she said, there are millions and millions of athletes that get DMs every day, celebrities, athletes, musicians, they probably get 12, 13, 14,000 people in their DMs all the time. Do you really think that they're going to like respond to all of you? No. But if you're able to respond to a fan, be respectful. That's all we ask. Don't, don't be a de-nozzle.
0: Be respectful. Hold on one second. X-rays are negative on Gio Rochelle's left hand, so that's pretty good. But please, do not play him till next week. Just sit him down. Listen, sit him down. Um, listen,
1: I get you want to play Sanchez because he wants to play at least the game in before. Oh, yeah, him,
0: absolutely.
1: Him and Edwin, mm-hmm. I understand that. But anybody else don't play them and you know now we now 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 it is the recap of the day we are you know presented by Anchor. thoughts on tonight's game
0: hold on one second I just got one horrible tweet that I think this guy needs our proper respect to shout this loser out post modern music at ALT rockers Replying to L.E. North Snobby. Yankees need to lose Herman and all Dominicans. You can't build on them. Too many fake birth c- c- certificates, steroid abuse, and potential for domestic violence. So, La Vida Baseball. Translation, Girl 27 says... A woman dies from domestic violence every four days in the Dominican Republic. Why is this happening? Post-modern music. You racist piece of shit. What kind of person are you? How dare you? Thank God I was able to screenshot this. How dare you say something like this? What's wrong with you? Be better. I
1: I don't understand these people. I really don't understand. Like, this is what Herman Edwards always say. Don't press send. Don't press send. Are you kidding me? It's Are you kidding me? Don't press send for a reason.
0: When I, When I saw that tweet, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to retweet it. I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to comment. Because I'm going to save it for this show. Because stuff like that. That makes me sick. And something I saved. A while, while back. Um. Because the Bills obviously played. The Giants and Jets. So. Some scumbag. Thought it was okay. Let's give him the. Wonderfulness of. Sh- letting, letting the people know who he is. At. Trey, T-R-E, underscore clamps, C-L-A-N-P-S 27 underscore, Bills, 2-0, Allen owns New York, and normally that would be okay, but guess what the picture is of? Josh Allen on a plane, Twin Towers, one building has the New York logo, the next building has the Jets, and smoke's coming out. How dare you? Who the fuck do you think you are at Trey underscore Clam27 underscore? You are a disgusting, vile, piece of pure shit. You know what, brother? I hope you're walking down the street and there's people punch you in the fucking face. Cause who do you think you are to say something like that, you fucking scumbag?
1: That... That was awful, how come? I, I, I saw that and i immediately said that ain't it cheap. And, the, and, and and that's wrong how, 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 how are you gonna how are you gonna do something like that man how are you gonna you know how how are you gonna you know how are you gonna do something like that because at the, you are still responsible action. you could spin this however it is you want to spin this but you're you're, you're a jack wagon that's a jack wagon like, you
0: know. I th- I think that's too nice. That's a fucking bitch move, bro. Who are you? T- who are you to disrespect the biggest tragedy in life? Now, now I- I'll say in our life because you know, I'm pretty sure the Holocaust might have been a little bigger, but over 3,000 people died. So, what gives you Now, you have the right to say to tweets, but don't you think there's certain stuff you shouldn't put out there? If 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 you hooked up with the beautiful girl on the block, right? But she didn't give you consent and she thinks she raped her. Would you brag about having sex with her? Like that? that's probably what this guy would do. So people think before you press send. The only way you can take something back is if you instantly take it back. Like, you press send and it's there for a second, maybe someone will find it. But if, if, if a tweet lasts a minute, it's more likely than not going to be seen by people. So just just think. Just think.
1: Don't press send, kids. Don't press send.
0: Now, can we get to our recap of the day? Yes, sir. This is the recap of the day presented by Anchor. Now, bounce on tonight's 2-1 loss. I love Gumby. I love the way CC pitched. Adovino pitched great. Green pitched great. I wasn't fond of the offense. We did see homer number 299 by and Cameron, Cameron Maven. Um, and I think the roster's taking shape, man. The only couple of spots I think that has to be played is the bullpen. half is coming out of the pen tomorrow. I'd love to see Mike King start. It it amazes me how I don't think he even fucking pitched yet, you know. This guy has electric stuff. I think he throws ninety seven plus, e- even still after his elbow discomfort. Um, put the guy, put the guy in. Let's see him pitch. You know he's going for a spot. Gumby's going for a spot, and I'm super afraid that Sess is going to be on this playoff roster. Um. And please, no, no, lines no, gearing, no, Cortez, just stop, Clint Frazier. I, I said a tweet about this earlier. All off season, baby. No bat. Put the bat on the shelf. Maybe take nine, ten swings a day. Focus on the outfield. Then back up first. Catch. Dive a little. Run. If, if the ball has to take a hop in front of you. Cool. Don't try to be a hero, and run up and let it pass you, and have runners running around like like the merry-go-round. But let, let it get in front of you. It's 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 not that hard. It's you know. But if you want any chance of making the team, which right now, if everyone's healthy, Hicks, Gardner's most likely gonna be back. But let's say we leave out Gardner, Hicks, Judge, Stanton, Talkman. You'd be number five, my guy. There is no reason why you should be ahead of any of those players. If we re-sign Guardi, you're number six. So if you want any value other than being a trade piece or li- or living that Scranton life, because I'm sure your hopes were not to be in minor league forever. I I hope you have more hopes than that. So get better. You need to be better.
1: My thoughts are pretty much the same. I love Gumby. I saw a recap. I love Gumby. I like CC coming out the pen. Green pitch well. I'll be pitch well. I'm going to keep telling y'all. Listen, September, Lindsay Adler made that tweet. The Yankees are won the best year at Rays in baseball. And let's be real. Tarpley's not making the postseason. Green, green is making the postseason. Tarpley's not making it. And Darren is definitely not in the postseason roster. So anyone who thinks those two have a shot, they're not going to have a shot. I think CC, if he pitches like how he pitches tonight, he will be coming out of the bullpen. I think Hap will probably come out the bullpen as well because you're trying because you're you know what you're doing is you're what, what people are doing is you're making a strength more of a strength and you're saving your big guns for later you know and I think though that the offense was quiet a little bit too quiet for my liking um, you know Geo has a bruise I think you should just rest him now until the postseason starts and we have home field in the PS so I'm cool with that so yeah this is one of those like it's like it's one of those okay losses but you're really trying to get healthy going into the postseason
0: I agree and We got a new follower early in the middle of the interview. Um, It's Iron Mike, Real Mikey Ramon, 74.6K followers.
1: Oh, my God. What are we, uh we? We living large and living proud.
0: And he is a big, big Yankee fan, it seems like.
1: It seems it it, it 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 seems like it, and I'm okay with that. i we
0: we we love we love all fans. We love all fans. All fans we we love them. Hey, we got
1: we love our can we love our Canadian fans. We do. We love all of our fans. Our fans, we love them. Please, please, please. You know. We, you know, I, you know what I'm going to do, you know, what we'll do when the show is over, well, either you or me, I am going to message these Steffi tweets and I'm going to tell her to come on our show so she can talk about her Buffalo Bills. Absolutely. I absolutely set it up. A, we, we are going to, guys, we are going to book the famous these Steffi tweets. If you know who she is, she's a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. She's a Buffalo Bills fan and you know, also a a Red Sox fan and and and, and South Example, neither here nor there. She is a passionate Buffalo Bills fan. She is one of the, I think she's one of the co leaders of Bills Mafia. And she tweets about the Bills a lot, especially during football season. And she is talking all that smoke about the Patriots. And I want her to come with us, especially my co-host, who is a long-time, big-time
0: New England Absolutely. Asian. And her, her exact at, so we can give it justice, Steffi tweets. It's pretty much Steph with I-E at the end, tweets. She also has the IG, Steffi underscore Grams, G-R-A-M-S. She has, she has 7,855 followers. So she's doing something right.
1: That's our goal. We're getting Stephanie on this show. We're going to get her on the show. And because we, because we, we need, she needs to speak for Bill's mafia. And we, she, I, I have questions to ask her. But I will ask her she's on the show. So she, we are going to try to book it. Hopefully, I We'll try to book these Steffi tweets, you know, to come on
0: our show. James is going to give you a personal invitation, but here's my invitation, Steffi. It is Tuesday. We have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The game's not till 1 o'clock Sunday. Before Sunday, 1 o'clock, come on. You're not going to get bash. It's going to be a nice, healthy debate. And let's just talk. You know, if you live closer, if you live closer, I would say, hey, we'll invite you for bagels. We'll, we'll, we'll buy you a nice bagel and watch the game together. But th- this is the best way we can do it. So come on, girl. Listen,
1: like I said, I promise you, I promise you once this show is over, I personal. I will DM you personally to come to our show. Please, we would love to hear from you because as of right now, she lives in Boston, Massachusetts. So she does not live. She does not live in New York. She lives in Boston, Massachusetts. She's from Boston. She currently lives in Boston. But if you got the time, you wanted. You you know, you got Tuesday. We got until game day on Sunday. You know, my birthday is Saturday. So you know. You got, you know, if, if you want to do a show on Saturday, I will be there because it will be my birthday and I will be off. But if you want to go one with my co-hosts on Saturday, my co-hosts have no problem talking one-on-one so you can talk to Bill's Mafia. Because, Bill's Mafia, you, cause you, I see you. After you beat the Jets, you were so mine, Heidi. You thought know, I was a Jets fan, and I told you, no, no, no. Then when you beat my team, you were so mine, Heidi. You know, you called us the New Jersey Giants because we happened to play in East Rutherford, New Jersey. You and your Bill's Mafia were making fun of us because we play in New Jersey. Because we used to play in New York, now we play in New Jersey. You beat the Cincinnati Bengals with... I don't know why Andy Dalton is still a quarterback in this league, but whatever. But you beat three mediocre teams. I'm telling you, Steph, you got to come with the big boys. Don't hide on Twitter. Talk to us. And if and when you lose on Sunday, if I don't find you, my co-hosts don't find you.
0: Absolutely. And just, just to piggyback on what you said, let's cancel Saturday. Because I want James to be the moderator. I want James to be on that episode. So, Steffi, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Sunday before the game, come on. Let's talk.
1: We, we, we got to break bread, man. We got to we, we know because I'm going to... This is going to be cool. This is actually a cool time. And also, if I could... Just, and also, it's funny because... There is actually, there's actually one, you know, my friend Disco, who is a big, he is a big time Pepe Bucks fan. I've got to give a shout out
0: to him. Look, your team is, I'm sorry, your team is trash. I love you, man. You're a Yankee fan.
1: Your team is trash. The Bucks
0: are awful. I love it. I love it.
1: I love you, brother. But as long as James Winston's your quarterback They're never gonna win I'm sorry I love you man But that that's just the facts I'm sorry You should have beaten the Giants But <laughs> just, 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 You're really bad
0: <laughs> but All in like a quick season. note Laizaga will start tomorrow
1: So Laizaga will be the opener yeah. So it's gonna be Laizaga, And I like Laizaga actually the, 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 the guy can actually get up to 100 And he got a wicked Wicked, wicked change up so if he hits that consistently and he harnesses that, this guy got a chance to be something really, really special. So I like it. I like it. I
0: truly like it. And uh, <laughs> before before we finish the second part of our first two-part podcast, let me just do a last round of shout-outs, complete the list again. The Schmear Campaign. Brian Kirsch, NY, The Tile Tweets. 27 down, Evan D. Wessel, four, CJ and Pinstripes, Chris Vitale, Pinstripe Strong, Jules McFly, Chris McFly, 28, Georges Box, JJ from the Bronx, Keith underscore McPherson, Curtain Call, Sullivan, yes, Flip, yes, Talking Yanks, John Boy, Talking Jake, Short Porch, Barstool Hubs, Tom Chabelli. R2C2, CC underscore Sabathia, Ryan Ruko Yankee Crazy Podcast, Ultimate Sports, Mad- Madison Mills twenty eight, this guy, that guy, at Cool Guy nine twenty four, Frank ne- Negron, who was his birthday today, along with Amber. So guys, happy birthday! And his co-host on that show, the Tuna seven twenty five.
1: Thank you guys so much as we wrap this up, guys. We want a lovely person who we interviewed. We want to thank her again.
0: Megan Jerica, Jericho, thank you for coming on. That was an absolutely fantastic interview.
1: Absolutely, you know. And also, I'll leave you with this. It's Danny Dodd season, baby. Danny Dodd, love me, please, boy. He's, he's better than Sam Dome he's better than Baker baby. You heard it here first.
0: <laughs> the only problem I will say with that is, he's on a high right now. So... If, if if he would have had like a 185-yard game, one touchdown, that's cool. But now coming off the game you just had, he cannot play this Sunday and have a mediocre game. Because then everyone will say, Danny Dimes, what happened? You no longer a type of dandy, baby. You got to believe. All all kidding aside, I don't
1: mean to troll Jets, man, and then Browns have all jokes aside. I like what I see from from Daniel Jones. And yes, he set the bar high. There's no, but now my biggest fear you set the bar high for yourself. (laughs) You can't go down. You got to either stay the same or go up. And if you have a 250, 225, one touchdown, two pick kind of game, then you ain't going to beat Danny Dimes no more. Because say what you will about the Redskins, and the Redskins are awful. Their front four is not bad. Ryan Kerrigan's not bad. So they, and, jo, and jo, Jonathan Allen is really not bad. So they they, they got some players that can back 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 in rush back back. And, you know they got some players that can get to the quarterback. But yes, I'll make this quick. I think if you are if you are a Giants fan, you should be pleased with Daniel Jones. If you're a Yankee fan, forget about home field advantage right now. Just get to the postseason to help me. And if you are a member of Bill's Mafia, make I'll make this quick. If you're a member of Bill's Mafia and you wanna come in and debate my guy who is a diehard Patriot fan and you wanna say how much the Patriots suck, come on the show. DM me at Anime soldier one to come on to the show, and I will be at the platform, and open right here, come on the show, Bill's Mafia, where you
0: at, come on. Absolutely, and and in in ending this episode, I'm glad we're doing this podcast, this is like what, a 24th, 25th episode already, and yeah. I like doing it, we're obviously getting listeners, we're, we're getting verified followers. And if this is how we start, I'm I'm cool with it because it's not gonna stop. As you say, it's only the beginning. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> it ain't stop, it ain't stopping. This is this has been a great episode, my brother. Another great episode. Yes, you, sir. Hey, we will do it again
1: soon. Be on the lookout for the sports dudes. We're we're dudes, and we all we do is love to talk about sports.
0: That's perfect. All right, check y'all later, man.
1: Check out, check out.
0: But everything he said was correct, and again, just a beautiful, beautiful part of Megan of Megan Jericho. Thank you for coming on again. I I know we thanked you a couple times, but really, just to put that message out there, keep doing it, ladies. If a man disrespects you Call him out Let people know The more people are aware The better it is Don't let nobody Nobody No one should get disrespected But When you're a woman in this world If You let someone disrespect you once They're gonna think it's okay They're gonna think They can do it again And we need repercussions of their actions. They cannot get to say F-U-B. They cannot get to call you out your name. They cannot get to do anything they want to. Tell a friend. Say something, say something.